Hi, I'm Ryan. I'm playing Nijaz the Wizard. Hi, I'm Zach. I'm playing Curie the Necromancer. I'm JD. I'm playing Silic the Mage. And I'm Nathan. I'm going to be your Dungeon Master for this session. Uh, before we get going too far, I do want to point out that we got some fancy new art uh, last time that we, but since last time we recorded. Um, thanks to, uh, JD, what did you say his name was? Nathaniel Burns, uh, also known as Revolting Worship. He does tattoos and really great, sweet art like ours. Yeah, so he's got, you know, I assume you got him, you found him on Instagram, didn't you? Is that Revolting Worship? Yeah, yeah, yep. So check him out. He did a great job, and we're really appreciative of him doing stuff. somewhat well-known and respected wizard in this area. What do they do to get the moniker of the Sweetened Angel? So Velo made a deal with a demon from Pythia for immortality that involved sacrificing a small child. And he got his immortality, but he was put into the body of a small, that eight-year-old that he sacrificed. So now he's stuck in that body. Time out. We need to info dump on Pythia. I was just going to say that. Yep. So uh, Pythia is, is is something that we've established before off air as a orthogonal spatial plane to the world that we tend to operate in that is primarily a sort of Carcosa, I suppose, or a, or a Lovecraftian realm of antagonistic demon people who are looking to invade this world. That is that is the main crux of, of what's going on here and what is being proposed by Velo's interaction with them is that he is working with somebody who wants to invade this world via another dimension. And to that end, I suppose that brings us to our second question, which again I asked you guys off air to give you some, some time to think about it. Velo was seen recently giving a lecture in Agara. Uh, what what was this lecture over? I'm imagining something of of high level magics, particularly something from a mage to other mages. So we had discussed this idea that Velo was giving a sort of formal presentation on his findings as that relates to Pythia. So kind of explaining that. This, this idea that he had contacted this other plane was something that is new, extremely high level. I think he I think he had presented the idea that he could potentially conjure an army for the city-state um, and maybe even knows but perhaps has not presented the fact that they're antagonistic. Like he, he in his own ego thinks that he would be able to control them, understand them. But yeah, I, th- I think it's mostly the you know it's a it's a it's a presentation of discovery and of description rather than you know research i guess right research but perhaps gonzo research in a certain respect sure 
at this point, I feel like it's opportunistic research on his part. Yeah, that's that's probably the best way to say it. Uh, last, uh, well, directly Velo-related question. Uh, Velo has a pet or a, a familiar. What is it? We came upon the idea of it being a small Pythian imp. And also, maybe we should talk about this. Like, I assume it's more just the eyes of Pythia that they have sent. Um, therefore, it's probably not in and of itself a very uh, scary figure. I don't see people fearing it. It seems more like a small, you know, a smaller thing that people might even like, you know, laugh at or something. It's a little, like it's a little winged monkey, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking of it too. Yeah, exactly. So you know, people just find it to be odd and or quizzical and or silly, almost. Right. Yeah, and. Which brings an interesting bent to the lecture, um, maybe seeing it being seen by some as interesting, and by and, the others and being like, "This is what? This is unacceptable! Like, oh, an, yeah. an army of these things? Yeah, right. Uh, right. Oh, great! <laughs> <laughs> We're all saved. A whole bunch of monkey bones. What are we gonna do with that? <laughs> so yeah, a great Brendan Fraser movie, Monkey Bone. Great being the operative word. <laughs> Monkey bone. There has been a magical disturbance, a, a, a maelstrom, a, we'll just say this, a portal to Pythia has opened. And I'm curious how this manifested itself to each of you. I feel like this is a great thing that has happened, and it is obvious to probably all wizards in, in some sense that are attuned to this specific part of reality. And I'm curious how it felt. And you can be somewhat vague with this. I'm not looking for long responses to this. But I'm just curious if it is something that disturbed you or if it surprised you or how it felt. To Silic, this is a breach in the wall. So whatever magical or ethereal protection surrounds our realm, our world, our plane and keeps Pythia at bay, they have broken a hole through it and that is this portal. So I think I am aware of it on that level because I am aware of defenses. And at this point like it is a uh, you know, if we're under siege from Pythia, that is a way that they're now able to get in and thus is of major concern to me. When the tear happens, I think Curie is instantaneously drawn toward it, feeling a kind of energy in what he sees as um, an excess of death um, and potential energy. For him, for most. Um, other wizards, this would not be something they would tap in. They would tap into, I don't think. But seeing as he works within the necromantic magical arts, death as potential energy is something he's really keyed into, and he, I think, feels a mass of it when this tear happens on the other side. We had kind of established in previous games where Pythia was mentioned or had come up that there are basically only two ways for there to create a wormhole, I guess, uh, between the two. And it was either taking a, a, a great sacrifice or a great offering of uh, either 
life on on either side or uh of gold on either side so i think the idea that if this one was opened with a great sacrifice of life then you would feel that pouring out of it which makes sense yeah yeah i i think uh Nijaz sees it as a it like feels like a kind of cancerous like a sort of a, uh wrongness in like like ley lines kind of like the whatever magical energy runs through the world that you can feel that as like an emanating point of yeah just like it's just wrong like things don't flow right around it it's created a a, a maelstrom. Yeah, it, it, I mean that is precisely what it is, and that is, that is what you're. Yeah, and yeah. This is strong enough that I like that. I think for right now he's just more curious about it than anything. Maybe like fearful, obviously, but like just wants to know what it is. So why did they say, choose the three of you to go? Silic approached to them. So Silic had been standing probably in a, in a on a parapet of the fortress for the last 15 years, probably, give or take. Um, well, maybe it hadn't been that long. Because when would when our shit have gone down, I guess, that we were kind of involved together? Where, when do you want that to be? I want it to be a, an extended period of time since I've done anything of note. When would that shit have occurred? So, uh, Curry, yeah, between Curry and Silic, that scenario that we had talked about. When, yeah. when are you thinking about that one? I'm interested in that. Uh, it doesn't have to be that long ago, I guess, because that, that was, you know, I'm down to change that that timing. No, but like, at least I, I want it at least like a couple of years, maybe. Yeah, I was gonna say like five years have passed in between that. Okay, time. somewhere in there. Yeah. yeah. So I like the idea that basically after that, Silic has stood on the edge of his fortress and literally has not moved for the last five years because Silic doesn't care. He's made of stone. Like he doesn't perceive things that way. And he's just waited and then noticed this breach and knew that it required his action. This is, this is his, uh, at least from his perspective, this is in his uh, call. This is in his mission statement i guess it's 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 in his prime directives that's what it is right (laughs) so he probably left his fortress and walked to the city state which is i imagine a little ways away and demanded basically to go check this out um is the implication here that he demanded from from the government that he that he wanted a party to go with him i think i think so yeah if that's cool with you guys like i was the first one to come and be like this needs to be checked out the i have i do have a question as to did you request then curie's involvement no then i'm curious curie why 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 would they choose you i i can i can wrap my head around why najaz would would uh, accompany you given i'll ask you a question on that in just a second but Curie, why would why would they outsource to a, a a necromancer even? How long has it been since the portal was opened? At the uh, maybe a month, 
maybe not maybe two it, it okay. you can you, yeah, if you if you time. Yeah. not a ton of time but but long enough yeah right yeah what, time has passed right what not to like reverse this or like displace no, this energy no please what's happened around that that area since the since this is since this you know wormhole what have you this portal has uh been created I imagine it doesn't just statically sit there waiting for people to come through. Even if it's even if it's not like people, no one's marching outside of it. That's not what I'm ed- angling for. Even if it's just, what does that portal being in a place where it wasn't due to the area around it or things of that nature? So that I should qu- I should clarify the portal isn't open yet. Okay, that is that is something that you guys are doing. Okay, but it is opening. If that makes more sense, is that is that is that trackable? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. To me. And so, because if it were open, right, we'd have there would be just a bunch of demons. Exactly. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, <laughs> the quest the quest I have set forth you would be a little bit different. So if, if I've made that unclear, um, I have a I have an uh, another question I was going to ask you guys. There was a single villager that has made it back. I think that people have intended to go there and perhaps become lost. But I think that you guys are as much a scouting mission as you are actually a a a mission in in intended to investigate this. So as far as what's happening there, no it's not static necessarily, but there is a good deal of mystery here to be investigated. And so the information you guys have at hand is is rather lax or how should I say that? The information sparse. you guys sparse. The information you guys have is rather sparse. That person who had come, who had seen it, or who had felt it, or been influenced by it, I guess, right? Yes. They're totally crazy, right? They're bonkers. Yeah. Okay. It's it's some uh, Event Horizon shit. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Did he did he kill himself once he was here, and maybe you caught wind of that, and that's why you were like, hmm. It could be something, and I, if I, if I forgive me if I'm speaking for you, maybe he died on the way there, and they're like, "Hey, what does this guy have to say?" And I ate his brain. Ooh, that's yeah. fucking good. Yeah. Yep, that's exactly that's exactly where I was going. As soon as like it, that started, I was like, "Yep, I ate him." I I love it. What did he tell me? I'm gonna work with you on this because I don't want I don't want this to all be in your guys' hands. But I wanted to I wanted to give you guys a bunch of open-ended questions. Yeah. And again, if these are if these are two of twos, you can just tell me. When the Floxen pillar opened, when the the Flox pillar came up, the hounds came, and they killed everyone else in the village, except this one guy. What happened to them? We established somewhat that a great deal of life is needed to open up this portal. And the pillar I'm referring to is 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 the the magical maelstrom surrounding this this portal. When you say what happened to them, are you talking about the the people who were killed or the yes. the guy? The villagers. Obviously, they died. I think okay. So you you mentioned that the dogs came, right? Yes. Are the dogs like a? Like a code word for a minor Pythian creature? Yeah, probably. Oh. I was actually really interested in the idea that, like, literally all of the dogs in the area were, like, attracted 
like they had rabies and came to this town and ate everybody. That is fantastic and awesome. And then, and then like, I think they just tore them apart. Like it wasn't even that they were just eating these bodies is that these dogs were like pairing up and ripping these bodies apart. See, and that's why I word things strangely because that's way cooler than anything I had in mind. (laughs) So this guy came back half rabid and fully mad and he made it about halfway home before succumbing in one in one way or another. The government asked you, Curie, to eat his brain. And that is what you found out. He left as soon as the dogs came, but he saw the pillar coming down. And he saw this portal starting to open. As he looked back as he was running away from this area. So I think Curie has more than enough reason for himself to go. That's, that's, I mean, yeah, that's entirely implied here is that you have, you have some bargaining power, if nothing else, and I think you're, we've established you're more than a little curious. I think Curie probably, um, told them what happened, but obscured a bit of the specifics. The pillar he talked about as a kind of strange ritual that is difficult for him to, to describe, nor has he seen every aspect of it. In a, in, a, in a microscopic level but therefore he's the only one who could determine and again he's kind of just lying a little bit he's the only one who could determine um, how this ritual is happening um, because he's seen it on the macro so you would need him in, under, in, a, in order to understand and coordinate what has happened to the village exactly make a note that you saw part of the ritual We'll abstract that for now, but for for later spouting lore purposes or what have you, I really like the idea that you have access to a lot of the boots on the ground things that happened. So who are you guys trying to beat to Velo's castle? You guys had spoken a lot about these city-states that you're semi-warring with, and that doesn't necessarily have to be what this is, but that was what I had in mind, But or that or another magic school. Is it... Like the whichever city state made a deal with the Ashkashar. Ashkashari, that's exactly that, what I was like, thinking. Yeah, uh, obviously the the Shah would want that. Like, boy, oh boy, if there's a portal that can open up and spit out a demon army, that's the guy who wants it the baddest in the whole world. Yep. Fuck yeah. Uh, we don't. I don't want us to spend too much time on it, but can you guys shit out a name really quick? And less name importantly, what kind of what kind of magics are they bringing to the table? They conjure a lot of teddy bears that are hard <laughs> oh, yeah. not to cuddle. Yeah, per- perfect. Um, pil- Pillowmancy, I believe. Yes, they fluff them up. Fluff them up good. Um, Iltani, Iltani, like it. It's a she. She is soul binder, like raising and controlling ghosts. I don't want to step too much on necromancy's toes since we have oh, a necromancer. Yeah. You know? Hey, what's up? Hypnotism. I could deal with that. That sounds fun. Hypnotism it is. You all right with that? Yeah, it's fine. All right. Cool. No. It's kind of, <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I enjoy it as like the, the Shah's um, force when he knows things are going to potentially, potentially they're outside the realms of his own control. So he's going to send his most, con- you're right. He'll send his control I feel like this is, Yeah, this is one of his like top, top yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. She's a, a, a coercer of, of sorts. Right, I enchantress. Velo's castle is downriver from Igara. How are you guys traveling? And do you <clears> take anybody with you? I mean, I'd probably be able to 
hire like a river boat or something just like due to my position in the city i'm down if, for that yeah I, I was just i mean i to to clarify what i was asking like you could walk or travel by horse or by yourselves or what have you i like boat that makes sense Boat yeah. cool. could be the quickest way to get there right yeah yeah you guys are in a hurry okay cool and i think are we getting like a probably not like a regiment or anything but a like a cadre well like a a, a, a formal escort yeah like like a an escort that shows that we are actually representing not necessarily our own interests but that of our city that's great no i'm i'm no i'm <laughs> like, totally i'm know. totally down for all that i was just, no i i was also like on yeah. the opposite end of it cody doesn't care so no yeah I, yeah I think you, that if we're if we're like it would make sense to me that if we're acting formally I mean, that's probably kind of why i got sent right then we would yeah. have this yeah. escort yeah well yeah. i would i would like to point out you're a spy and so like the, well, the, the yeah. que- I was literally asking the question of formality, like how formally are you? Like, are you guys? It is recognized you guys are doing this, which is fair. Oh, I guess that's a good. That's a, actually yeah. a good point. And if, if you guys, if you guys say so, that's that's fine. That's what I was asking, more or less. I thought at least to this stage we would like Velo is he's given presentations there. He's at least like tangentially associated with the city, so it would make sense that if you know if we sent a formal emissary out to him, that he would have to respond to that. I suppose, have we heard anything that would make us nervous in the contrary? That things were in his castle that, you know, or in his fortress, what have you, that he's, you know, turned evil in an outward way, for lack of a better, for lack of a better term? Like, would it, would, is there a reason that we should be suspicious of going there under the, other than under the guises of we're here to ask you some questions? Uh, not particularly. The only the only information you have is is the this this disturbance, as it were, and the and the villager whose brain you ate. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Sorry, it was pretty good. Ah, uh, no, that's not it either. Um, anyway. I wasn't. I was all right with that one, but um, I will I will say outright, no. There's 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 no reason to be that you would that you as a group would necessarily be suspicious of him. Why that, are we going to his castle? That's where the rift is. Well, it's past that, but it is along the river. I just feel like, I mean, it seems like then, then we assume that he's involved with this. He gave a lecture on Pythia. It is established that he is. But we don't know that this is a Pythian portal. You know that there is a, a rift that has been opening, and a guy nearby to it has been giving lectures on o- portals. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's up to you guys, I guess. I don't really... I mean, I'm totally down for you guys to have emissaries. I was, you answered my question. I'm totally fine. I was just clarifying what yeah. I was asking. I guess I think, yeah. I think they're on the boat. It's not necessarily like they're not there. It's not enough dudes to like protect us or anything. It's not, no, no. It's not meant to be. It's just a formal like, take these royal guards with you. Yeah. They will carry this flag. So you guys are traveling downriver toward this maelstrom, which also happens to not so coincidentally be near Veloviari's castle, the sweetened angel, the man trapped in a child's body. How are you guys? How are you guys sailing? It's been a few days. Um, you guys told me before that you had a bit of a crew with you. What do you guys do? It is your as you're, you're sailing down this river, or rafting, or whatever, boating down this river. Uh, I imagine that. Kuri is uh, just sizing up the uh, ensemble that has joined uh, joined us, the guard 
the people, what have you. Uh, just, just, just checking them out. You know, sly glances, maybe, maybe a a, a touch of the shoulder. You're, you're a very strong man. Uh, thank you, sir. Uh, I would. Um, who are you this, touching on the shoulder? I'm touching this young soldier boy. Okay. You didn't ask my name. It's very yeah. uncomfortable. Um, so, Kuri, uh, is a, a taking long, sidelong glances at a particularly strong-looking young soldier who is who is joining us. Um, and at one point, I think he kind of, obviously, Kuri eschews a, eschews a lot of convention. I think he just goes up. Uh, and just kind of grabs grabs the boy's shoulder and tenderly like feels out the muscle mus muscle mass, and he ah, uh, you are a very strong young man. How old are you? Nineteen, Mister. Uh, mage guy. Nineteen. Usually, there's still a little bit of growing yet to be done. Not quite ripe. He says to himself, <laughs> and then, <laughs> no, I think that's just what happens. You can roll. <laughs> this uh, this young boy kind of just, I guess he's not, he's a man, right? But this guy just looks very shaken and a little disturbed by this interaction <laughs> with you. Uh, yeah. What are you, what are the, what are you other guys doing? So I think Silic is standing on the bow of the of the boat uh almost like a like a masthead like he's basically just standing there stoically not moving to the point where he appears to be a statue on the edge of this boat i imagine that more or less the all the soldiers on the on the ship i say i keep saying ship ship seems like really a little big but that's the word i'm going to use henceforth barge i guess it, I didn't. I didn't ever. I didn't. I don't. I don't think it's that important. I just was curious if you guys cared. Everybody else on this barge. Barge seems good. Everybody else on this barge uh, just kind of imagines that you were literally a decoration of this boat. I half of them probably don't know that you're a person. Yeah. If they if they came on late, they're probably like, huh. I guess we're delivering this statue to this <laughs> mage's tower. What's Najaz doing? I think he's doing his best to sort of entertain the crew, like putting on kind of like little shadow plays and stuff. I mean, like he probably doesn't get out of the city very often, so like this is kind of fun for him. It's like a little adventure. That's so probably going to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably also just like a, a brief respite from your normal like yeah, management like, of a spy network. Yeah, it, like it's normally pretty stressful and – this is like, oh, that's kind of relaxing. I get to just be on a boat and do boat stuff and not spy stuff for once. <laughs> I love the I love that you guys seem pretty relaxed in this entire situation. I I you guys have at least have an idea that what's going on here, but I like that you're like, "Well, this will be fine. Everything's going to be fine." And it will. Everything will be fine. <laughs> that's how these stories go, Nathan. Have you read a book? Yeah. You guys you guys arrive at the pillow fort of the Sweetened Angel, and uh, he gives you lollipops and yeah. closes the he's portal a, for he's you. He's a really nice guy. Everything's done. Great job. Great. See you guys next time. <laughs> I think at some point on the, the voyage, I go up to Silic and... You must have seen a lot of the world, um, Silic. 
<laughs> For a spy, you sound really nervous. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's probably a facade he puts on. I like it. I just... Oh. Okay, cool. What uh, What do you think that we are journeying into? Silic turns to look at you with his turquoise crystalline eyes and says... In all my time, I have felt nothing like this. I am not sure what to expect, other than that it won't be pleasant. Not exactly reassuring, I suppose. There is something very wrong ahead. Yes, I've felt that too. Have you ever met this Viari fellow? I have. What was your read on him? He is self-serving and arrogant, and I believe his ambitions overreach his abilities. Yes, I find him an unwholesome little prick myself. And our other companion. The camera pans over and <laughs> to, to cure just like groping, massaging. just groping a butt. Mmm, <laughs> yes, almost right. <laughs> How <laughs> delicious these gluteuses are! I could say much the same. I find his magic repulsive, myself. As do I. However. I believe it is vital to what may lay ahead. While you guys have been talking, the the clouds are spiraling around a central point, almost like a huge funnel cloud miles out. A light fog has begun to form around the ship, which is to say that sounds more insidious directed than I meant it. You are sailing into a, a fog. All the world around you seems to have this sort of strange pinkish glow the boat has slowed down significantly what do you guys respond to this with this seems very unnatural so i feel like since i've been at the front of the boat i'm probably noticed or have noticed that this was coming and i think as the boat slows i will turn and i will make my way back towards whoever is steering or controlling things i guess the captain if you will Sure, sure. Or anyway, or navigator. But anyway, yeah. We'll say it's the captain, just why not? Just to make it easier. Why are we slowing? Well, I was just going to come and find you, my lord. There is a, well, as you probably know, this probably isn't the first time you've taken this path, but there seems to be a bit of a change in the route. There's a, well, he just points, and there's like a, a little hillock that is formed in the middle of this river. And the fog's getting pretty thick around this area, too, and it well, we're just not very confident in our... Navigation right now, we're trying to take things slow. Rest assured that if we do not hurry, that storm on the horizon may engulf the city. Now is not the time for caution. I will shield the front of the ship. Run through things if you need to. Uh, I'm going to go back and cast a spell. So, um, the tower mage is aligned elements are shield from harm give strength and iron and steel 
I'm just I think I'm right in the trifecta of all three of those with this with this spell actually. I'm going to make it so that the front of this hole is impenetrable. Sweet. Uh yep, that's gonna be a twelve. So you still get to choose one. Fuck it, here we go. Your spell has unforeseen side effects and might draw unwanted attention. So tell me what this looks like before I I respond to things. Oh shit, that's a good one. Um, so Silic has a staff which he channels his power through. It is a perfect cylinder of meteorite iron. So basically, this is iron extracted from a meteorite that has been formed into this this perfect cylinder of a staff, right? And I think I uh roll it along the the front of the boat and as i do so like behind this crystals accrete into like a protective shield so they they basically grow at a hyper exponential rate and just form on this to protect the entire front of this sweet so najaz you notice as soon as shortly after silic casts this spell sort of out of the corner of your eye you notice these weird circular it looks like somebody if you were to print off a picture of the world as you're looking at it and then burn through it with a cigarette that's what this looks like there are a few of these off to the side sort of on the embankment of this river have i ever like read about that before or like do i know anything oh baby you can spout some lore yeah that's a 12 fucking killing these rolls we're gonna be fucked later yeah exactly (laughs) yep (laughs) see you guys in our graves (laughs) Should we just roll as breath now? Yeah, or, or yeah. <laughs> well, they knew the whole world. They just couldn't fight it. <laughs> Knowledge was not power in this case. <laughs> it turns out a good sword is yeah, way more powerful than knowledge. Than knowing what the fuck you're about to get killed by. These are uh, burrowing holes of uh, things called nano chalice or mind spiders. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Fun. They're very attracted to. Do they do they make good pets? I think is my one question that we're all wondering. No. No. Oh. Sorry. Shoot. They're as it sounds, uh, spider-like creatures that are very attracted to places of high magical saturation. So much so to the point that they will literally burrow through dimensions to get to it. You don't see any around right now, but there's some there's some holes where they came through. Where have you heard of these things? I think in uh, the course of my duties protecting the city, uh, I'm supposed to keep an eye. Like I'm, I'm there to keep an eye on the other wizards and stuff. Uh, so a wizard that the the city hired screwed up, and like a bunch of these sort of converged on his tower, wherever the fuck he was living. And I had to go basically like lead an extermination party to keep them from getting out into the city. Is this going to be another bug hunt? (laughs) 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 Fucking a bunch of badass mages with like, we exterminate species on their shoulders. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This machine kills spiders. (laughs) That's Uh, his fucking wand. (laughs) (laughs) Tiniest little script like this. Uh, I'm really interested in this. How did you guys exterminate them? What did you use? I think it took like probably a ritual of some kind to sort of like seal their portals and drive them back into it. Make a note of that. I'll I'll uh 
I'll give you some buffs to that if you want to try to do it later. I feel like that's gonna come in real fucking handy. <laughs> and we'll get into what how that what that ritual looks like if and when you perform it. But I, yeah. I I'm I'm interested in that a lot. But that's out of the way. If I remember correctly, there was uh, something else that Najaz wanted to do uh, while this was happening. I think he's maybe trying to like see through this fog that's built up. Maybe like see a path through it. I will absolutely let you let you dr for sort of mapping this out. And we can we can say that you're you're magicking it a little bit too. I'm totally down. Yeah. But yeah. There, there's the bad roll. Yeah. <laughs> and three. balance is restored. <laughs> so what happens is that what I was more than more than excited to tell you about is the navigator took one of the two routes. I don't think it actually ended up mattering. And he increased speed as was requested. And they noticed a little bit too late that there was this strange crystalline protrusion in the middle of the river. And they just smash right through it. God damn it, are we in the Titanic? <laughs> I wish. I wish. No, I mean, the, 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 the ship is, the barge is impervious, as was requested. That worked. Nice. What happens, though, is you there's this weird thing sitting on the deck now. <laughs> I think you guys managed to dodge it. It kind of looks like a person. How much like a person? It looks like a person. It, it, it looks like a person was... How How supple is it? God is it, it meaty? Gross. You're at the back of the boat. You, you I'm I'm turning a corner. I got I got I got I smelt something. <laughs> so does it how did it appear on the boat? I don't It's I, the way I understood this is a barge, like a flat. Yeah, sure. So we smashed into it and it like was on top of something and then fell down onto the deck, or did we hit this crystal and it manifested in the middle of us, right? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Oh no, it was like literally in the middle of the of the river. Then they, it was kind of like sticking up out of it, like a, like I said, like a protrusion. Sure. And just ran into it. And since this is a flat top boat, I figure it just fell onto the deck. So the body was like on top of this crystalline thing. Oh no, the body is crystal. Oh. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, sorry. It kind of looks like a statue at first glance, but it's not. It. It's kind of looks like, well, you guys can check it out. Hey, it's a new friend for Silic. Too, <laughs> too soon, man. It's not moving or anything? It's just like a... No. Okay, yeah, I'm going to walk over. I, I think I'm going to give a like, kind of a glance to the side and look at Najaz with a, a cocked eyebrow. And then I start moving towards this crystalline form. It's. I mean, it's just laying on the deck there. You can You can examine it if you want. It... Oh, I'm definitely going to. Yeah. yeah, I'm just, I'm just, yeah, I didn't know how cautious you were being, so I thought I'd, I thought I'd give you an opportunity. Not to particularly. Okay, no, I, you don't have to be either. It's, it's not moving. It's pretty much a statue. It's, it, it looks. I li- speak statue. <laughs> it looks like a young boy, trapped in a mid like dash. It looks like they were running, and there's a look of terror on their face. It's Velo. Yeah. Okay. That's uh, that's. <laughs> That's exactly what I was just going to ask. Yeah, I figured. I found our friend. Well, that's not what I was expecting. Uh, I'm going to kneel down next to it and try to... I mean, I'm probably just like even running my hands along this crystal and trying to figure out what's going on with it. Try to figure out if I can, you know, detect if it's magical or 
how it was formed. I mean, I'm assuming it's magical, but how it was formed, like how fellow got himself into this situation. You can go ahead and you can DR for this. I want you, I want you to DR. I was going to say you could talk about the spell, but yeah, you, you can just my wisdom's not great. Good enough when you roll an 11. Fantastic. So ask me some questions. Uh, what happened here recently? There were certain parts of Velo's bargain that he did not uphold. And he was trying to Didn't welch. Read the fine print. He was trying to welch on the deal. In that case, then, who's really in control here? I mean, you could just say Pythia. I was going for more specific than that. Oh no, there is more specific than that. I'm okay. just, I'm just trying to think of how, how much I want to say. Maybe I'll try to give you the other question, and then we can piece that together. Yeah, do it, do it, do it. I think uh, what, uh, what here is not what it appears to be makes the most sense to me. Yeah. Thinking of what you're looking for, as opposed, like. I don't. I don't think this no, has like fair. struck you as like yeah. a oh shit we're gonna be turned into stones right now too. I think it's a more interest, the approach that you took. Hey, listen, speak for yourself. Okay, it's, I will. It's, it's just fine being turned to stone slash being stone. So what? What? What is your last question? My last question is what here is not what it appears to be. Fantastic. So as you uh, as you like kind of lay hands on Velo's strange crystalline corpse. Uh, there's two things here. The first is that, and this is in response to the last question, and I don't know how exactly to say what I'm going to say, but there's a certain feeling to dead things. A, a, a certain, we'll say, spiritual attachment. And Velo is not attached to this body anymore. Meaning he's dead? He's. I mean, he is dead, but I'm. I'm. I'm suggesting that there is a Especially gi- given your propensity toward magic, you can you have seen resurrections before. He's super dead. He is no longer related to this body in any way. Right. Okay. And who's in control here? Again, you're you're kind of touching this crystal, and it sort of has a strange charge to it. It kind of crackles, almost, and a sudden vision appears to you of a thing, a man perhaps would be what we would say, but that's not totally accurate. On a throne, in this strange sort of world that you've never seen, though it lines up with what Velo has described, which is to say this guy's in Pythia. His movements are sort of asynchronous, choppy. And I'll, I'll give you his name because it will make this easier. His name is Sluzer Karuheros. Sluzer. Sluzer. <laughs> Sluzer the Sluzerian? Sluzer Karuheros. Of the 100 riffs. I'm going to stand back up. And despite the fact that I think mentally Silic is reeling a little bit from this. Just to give you a little bit more for, oh, okay. for that. Sure. Sluzer definitely saw you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, But my face remains nothing if not stoic. Right? Do your facial expressions change? Yeah, they absolutely can change. Okay. But it, like, takes effort. Like, I have to, like, it's not. Think I don't really do it, it unconsciously. Yeah. yeah. So in cases like this, when I'm concentrated on something else, it's just, I'm literally stone-faced. Although not in the expected way, I believe our friend Velo has assisted our mission anyway. As I had suspected, he has dabbled with things beyond his control. I'm going to lift up my staff, and I slam it down into the crystal. I don't want to break it. Yeah, you, you do so. Okay. 
was trying to think if there should be repercussions for that. But no, no, you got your vision. That was probably like, if I you would. want me to roll, I'm happy to. Nah. I'm going to take a small piece, a small chunk of this crystal. Absolutely. Yeah. Is the body more or less intact? I was actually going to give you a thing on this anyway, so yeah, if you want to give yeah, it a beat. Kuri, I feel that this body no longer has any attachment to its soul. This is outside of my realm. I request your expertise. However, do not tread lightly. There is something still watching it. You must always tread lightly when walking on graves. And he goes over to the body and starts to kind of inspect it. I never liked him because he was always unripe. What a gross thing to say. Like, everything you've said has been gross, but (laughs) (laughs) that one particularly was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Is the body completely intact? Yeah. Um... I I mean he was it was it was stuck in in crystal it kind of shattered and broke off of him like it wasn't attached to him. Are there any physical things that clue me into the fact that Velo was maybe like suffering within this crystal or if it was like a clean like as soon as he was inside of it it was just like lights are out he's gone forever um or if this was like a prison for a while before he was like removed from his you know corporeal form. How much have you studied Velo's predicament? Which is to say his... Well, so being dead? A lot, I feel like. That's I, sort of his whole, yeah. so his whole thing. I'm talking about his his being trapped in the body of a child. Uh, I think I... Yeah, I had been... I'd been really interested in the complications that had arisen from his being trapped inside of a young body, even though I found it to be disgusting and weird. Um, and maybe, maybe, maybe at one point was trying to think of a solution, right? If there was a way of, uh, getting, getting the body to age to a more, uh, what Curie sees as appropriate, uh, stage of development. You want to spout some lore on this, his, his, uh, the spell that he was, he succumbed to, I suppose. That sounds cool. Does yeah. that sound okay? I trying to, yeah, I don't want you guys cool. to all roll the same thing. So yeah. trying to mix no, it up No, that sounds, bit. that sounds great. Uh, that'll be an 11. The thing that always really struck you about Velo is that though he sort of, he seemed in control of himself and put together and socially speaking nice, his attachment to this body was tenuous. It took, he was there, but it was never quite right. Did he lag out sometimes? I actually really, I actually yes. really like, I actually really <laughs> like that where he like every once in a while he would just, just kind of space out for a little bit too long or stops moving and then like fifteen seconds later all the movements catch up at once. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, that kind of shit. Like he, like he wouldn't intersect with himself appropriately all the time, and that is to say that one could have removed him from this body, given the right circumstances. Very easily. So, does that answer your question, your original question? I don't quite recall how you phrased it, but... Yeah, I think my original question was inching after the fact of... Maybe it, maybe if this prison had been the, been the circumstance, 
So if that's the case, if this was kind of like the ritual that finally separate, you know, because given the right circumstances is kind of strange. So I'm trying to figure out if that maybe if, if this crystal was a part of those circumstances. Uh, it is. A, they are a side effect. The of crystal is a side effect. Of the of, removal of his soul from this body. Now that, yes. Boom. Great. Love that. Dope. Kyuri is investigating this body. Do you want to relay this to the other people? Your other party members, or people around, I suppose, that I imagine the soldiers are... You would think they'd be curious, but they're nowhere near you guys. They don't want anything to do with this. It, it seems that someone finally caught up with the puppeteer and removed his strings. This body is anyone's. And I think you see Curie kind of light up a little bit. I do not believe it is booby-trapped, but just a shell. Possibly a useful one. Uh, I think I start taking out one of my jars. Yeah, that's not going to fly. <laughs> Leave it be. Else you dabble in things you don't properly understand either. I'm sorry. Why? Do you need it? If it is ownership you want to claim, by all means we can have a discussion. It is not ownership. I have no desire to have it. But, as I said, there is still something that watches it. I do not fear it being booby-trapped. If you are finished, we should destroy it completely. That is wasteful. Even one not as ripe as this can have use for me. When While I was examining it, I saw what still watches it. To put life back into this, you would be drawing in a danger. I am curious what Najaz is doing. While while uh, your party mates are having what appears to be a very tense conversation, what uh, like I'm assuming the the boat hasn't like stopped moving, not yet. What's going on around us? Slow down, really, like a lot. Uh, the fog is still is pretty dense around this point. As far as like what's going on in the area around you, nothing yet. Curie, I fear Silic is right. That's tampering with this body could lead a lead to more problems down the road and I point like to those like building storm clouds I think we're about to have enough of those as it is as I have found throughout much of my life you only are looking at the negative side of what I do and the fact that you only see the problems with what I do. But there are uses that I can see for this body that may not be readily apparent. But I think they will present themselves the further we go into this mystery. Besides, he'll be inside of my jar. He can't really see anything in there. It is not the corpse that is watching. I understand. I don't believe that you do, or else you would be very afraid right now. I do not have a... I do not take issue with you raising the dead. There will be plenty of bodies for us soon. This one, you would be making a mistake. 
You assume that the other bodies that we meet will not be the same as this one? If someone has cast its eye with this, it wouldn't cast its eye with everything else we run into? This was just on a river route. Velo made an unnatural deal, and the one that he made that deal with lingers around this corpse. And I suspect it has something to do with what lays ahead. If I am wrong, we lose nothing. If I am right, we're done here. You're usually so useful to me, Silic. Disappointing to see you take some weird stance now. Consider it paying back a debt. I think he looks at you quizzically. You owed him a debt? No. If I have proven useful to you in the past, consider this interest. Fine. It's not ripe anyways. And I wander onto the back of the boat. How do we get rid of this completely, Najaz? So is the body itself crystalline now, or is it just encased in crystal? It was just encased in crystal. Oh, okay. Oh, I guess I... I could maybe do this. Potentially, well, I figured you would, but you fucked off. So, yeah, too well, late. I, li- yeah. I, I, I like yeah. you, I like you getting hurt and yeah. leaving, getting annoyed. Yeah, toss it over the side. Let the fishes handle it. I do not believe that that would ease my concern. When you gesture over the over the side of the boat, the shoreline has gotten very marshy. The area is sort of flooded. Do I see any more of those mine spider? burrows yeah there's still some around (laughs) 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 I worry less about the fish than I do our traveling companion and if there are eyes upon the corpse then they won't be on us if it's at the bottom of a river rather placid scenery for the demon to look upon I'm gonna turn to one of the soldiers or one of the sailors whatever who are who are acting as our guides, protectors, whatever you want to call it. Get me your anchor. He looks at you for a moment. My lord? Your anchor. What keeps this barge way down when it's close to shore, when there is no dock to tie onto? I know what an anchor is, my lord. I get it. Well, he goes and gets the anchor. I tie it to the body, and then I throw it overboard. End of episode. Yeah.